0: Westchester Talk Radio is broadcasting live. News, trends, and more. No one knows Westchester County better than we do. We are Westchester Talk Radio. Good day. Welcome to Westchester Talk Radio. WestchesterTalkRadio.com. I'm John Marino. We are produced by Shark Creative, made possible by Robeson Oil, the house that service built. By Lipolis Electric, don't be left in the dark, get Lipolis. By Hightower Westchester, managing your wealth through fiduciary standard. By White Plains Hospital. By Michael Labriola, landscape design and construction of Armonk. And by Tompkins Mayo Pack Bank. On the beat in Westchester is where we are here and now with you. And it is post-election day, post-election script. We are joined by John Bailey. John Bailey, publisher, editor, White Plains Citizen Net reporter, WPCNR.com, and also host of a couple of TV shows White Plains Weekend, People to be Heard, Seen and Viewed all across your cable systems around Westchester County. John Bailey, welcome back. Your election takeaways. We begin with the Westchester County Executives Race site. Even though Christine Schulte lost, I have to say that I'm shocked she got 40% of the vote. I thought she might get 40 votes.
1: Yeah, um, Stephen Rolandi, the Pace and um, John Jay College of Justice uh, um, adjunct professor, thought it would be 70-30. I thought it would be 80-20, if that, maybe 80 Something like that. There was no reason to say 50, what was it? 40,000 voted for her, yeah, uh-huh. something like that. Uh, 40,000 people to vote for Sculpty. She didn't campaign, literally, did not campaign until the last week. I got one nasty flyer from her, which apparently really resonated on criticizing Latimer for not um, doing anything about the immigrants mm-hmm. that are being shipped in by Joe Biden hmm Into Westchester yeah. County Airport and the dead of the night this has been going on since August. But that was a really nasty. Around the tri-state fire. area
0: to different locales in state of New York and New Jersey and Connecticut, Long Island, the Newburgh, Danbury, Bridgeport, Central New Jersey, and Middlesex County, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That did become, I guess, an issue in this race now. Apparently, the county executive uh, obviously uh, was aware of these flights landing there and I got the impression that he didn't think it was a big deal. and We do have to help immigrant children out. But some people look at it a different way, I guess. I guess the way a lot of people look at it is that we want to help, too, but we should know about this. What's the point of doing this in the dead of night? Who's
1: hiding? Uh, Yeah, I mean, that that could have been done with a really nice touchy-feely press conference right, before it right. started. And I think I was so stupid about administration. They're doing a lot of stupid things. They really Do you are.
0: think this is all what Skulti accomplished on election day, even though she did not win? Do you think a lot of this is just Democratic Party backlash up and down the East Coast? We see the governor's race in New Jersey, which I think Phil Murphy will pull out. They still have to count the votes from Essex and Union Counties, also parts of Passaic County, very heavily Democratic, like Newark, Passaic and Patterson too and what happened down in Virginia
1: also as
0: well with oh, the, Virginia,
1: that's the capital of the Confederacy time. Yeah, It has always w- been a Confederate state. With a
0: bit of a whipping upon McAuliffe and what for the past 20 years has been a very democratic state. So this looks like Long Island, what happened in Nassau and in Suffolk, Suffolk DA's race, the Democrat, Kim Seney, getting bounced out. Bruce Blakeman, who runs for everything in the state of New York, up and down the board, basically, and locally on Long Island, too. as A Republican, as a conservative, put a scare into Nassau County Executive Laura Curran also, too. Blakeman hardly ever comes close. This time he's coming close. So that tells me this is just an anti-democratic backlash around this whole tri-state region. The race for mayor in Stamford, former Mets and Red Sox manager Bobby Valentine taking on Caroline Simmons. I mean, that's an interesting race, too, and I guess Simmons will likely pull this out, but Bobby V put a scare into her, too, put a scare into the Democratic Party establishment in very democratic Stamford, Connecticut. Well,
1: perhaps. look, I salute the voters of Stamford, at least Apparently, coming down on the side of a person who has the experience, Mr. Valentine, based on his Mets experience, doesn't is not a very good manager. He got him to the World Series one year, yeah.
0: Yeah. but then they collapsed. Right
1: after, You're that, right. But, you know, uh,
0: playoffs two years in a row, only time in. But it makes baseball so. is not governing. No, it's not. It's not managing the same thing. Like for example, you take it's the handling city, the press. Take mm-hmm. the New York City mayor's race. I love what Clerk Curtis Sliwa has done around the city with the Guardian Angels for more than 40 years, puts himself and his life on the line. Yet he hasn't managed anything. Eric Adams has run the Borough of Brooklyn as Brooklyn Borough President and was state senator before that. He has managerial experience that Curtis Sliwa does not.
1: Well, Curtis Sliwa, like, came out of nowhere. I had not heard of him for years. And um, all of a sudden he comes out and he is the only person who can challenge? Mm-hmm. That's Fernando crazy. Mateo. You
0: yeah. know, Fernando Mateo was the Republican challenger to Sleva, and Sleva put him away
1: in the primaries. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, was Slewa your best shot, you know. He may have been the only shot, for but the of course party. it's automatic. They will elect any Democrat mayor. The only, I believe the only Republican they elected was Lindsey in the last. And he years. became a Democrat eventually. Yes, he did. One for he president
0: did. at that time.
1: And then he did one thing wrong. He aggravated Mike Quill. And that destroyed his political career. I remember and that as a kid back in the late 60s. He called him a pipsqueak. Yeah, that he did. Yep. Yes. Yep. And Don uh, Lindsay's son of the a... The subway guy. strike, the garbage strike. I mean, he had no shot. Now, what has happened here in New York? We've got people mad at the Democrats. Why are they mad? Are they mad that they uh, staged a bugless coup of, on Cuomo? Were they mad at that? They have to find out why the tremendous swing. Mm-hmm. It's just it's in particularly on these propositions, as as talk about those propositions. You had five The, the, proposi- the propositions were are in, in very
0: front. vaguely worded. The first two, the other three were pretty specific. Although one of them was about having the right to clean water and clean air. I thought that was our God-given right that we don't need this to be legislated or mandated on election day in a state proposition.
1: Yeah, I mean, how dumb is that of the legislature? It's good to know we're going to have it now, I guess, right? And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Unless they try and put what what is it, saying that immigrants that are illegal can't breathe. And right on election day.
0: You know, locally, too, with Richard Dionisio, Republican, which we expected in Harrison, defeating Democrat Frank Gordon, 62-38, to to take over for the outgoing mayor's supervisor, Ron Belmont, Dionisio, the deputy to Belmont, up in Bedford, the race for supervisor there, the Democrat Ellen Calves, 56% of the vote, defeating the challenger Republican, Don Scott. And I think it's being billed as a good turnout and showing for Scott, the Calves, the Democrat, got only 56 percent of the vote. And, you know, you look at that, you look at what happened with Latimer, what's going on with New Jersey. We may not know for a while who wins that race between Philadelphia. New Jersey Bucky is and a very Finarelli. strange state. Yeah, very this strange. I'm shocked at that, the way that's gone so far. You might might even say that even if Murphy wins, it's kind of like a loss in a way because he gets no mandate. And some say he's ready to issue a vaccine mandate upon re-election in New Jersey. And that may be what's doing fill in up to this
1: point. Well, I tell you, you have to be out of your mind not to get vaccinated.
0: Hell Regardless of, of on, that, yeah, there sorry. are those who are so very against it for whatever their reasons might be. I know a number of people in New Jersey. I know some mm-hmm. who are against it for whatever their reasons.
1: Yeah, but they might can be. carry the disease. They can carry the disease as I can, as you can. We're both vaccinated. We can harbor the germs of COVID in our nose and our mouth. And when we breathe out, i.e., not wearing a mask. We can give it to give them to somebody who perhaps isn't vaccinated. I know somebody has not been emphasized. I know people in Jersey who have had COVID
0: and have been told by their doctors you have enough antibodies, you don't need a vaccine right now. I know people in Jersey who have had COVID and have a vaccine because they think that's the right way to go, regardless of what. Even maybe a medical person might tell them, a medical person might say, you have enough antibodies
1: in you right now. I say that if I if there's a vaccine to stop something is gonna kill me, and, and they live a lonely death in a tent praying for God to save me. I would agree with you on that. You know, you go get... You don't want to be in that situation. You look at the
0: numbers, five 5 million dead worldwide now. Now, I'm not a mathematician. I'm not a numbers guy. I'm not a statistics guy. I think 2 plus 2 equals 4. The last I could tell, that's my ability at math, I think. (laughs) But that's about it. But 5 million dead gets your attention. So... If I were a gambler and I had to talk to a gambler about getting the vaccine, if I knew a gambler who was reticent about getting a vaccine, I would say you're a stats guy, you're a numbers guy, 5 million dead. Your chances of getting COVID and maybe being dead from it are much better than having something happen to you
1: if you got the vaccine. Absolutely. And um, what the, the terrible thing is that the, um, with the amount of um, the, the, this push to get to reopen the economy, it's very dangerous because le, we, white, New York State is now like wide open. Okay, mm-hmm. the tourists are going to start coming in for these stupid Broadway shows, and it, they are uh, they are they are danger to us. They're really a danger. Because they right, come in right. here and then you got this this court from hell, the Supreme Court, ready to rule on um, the, um, it's okay to bring your towns, guns to town, Bill. You know? I mean, that's unbelievable. Can mm-hmm. you imagine walking to a bar knowing that ten, nine or ten people may have concealed a gun on you? Mm-hmm. What I mean, that went out with Western movies. And now we're bringing it back, this court could bring it back. I mean, there's a lot of really dangerous stuff and uh, that to this reopening the economy. I mean, I'm very upset about it. I have to go into New York to a show on Saturday and uh, it's it's not good. I we'll mean, see um, what the
0: numbers are after the holidays, uh, since we are entering the holiday season.
1: Well, they weren't good last week in Westchester County. We had 625 new cases in a week, in eight days. 625. And that's that not means, good. I see No, numbers it's not. Going up and that is up 40%, 40% from the week before. I just mm-hmm. want to say that I monitored these. More to more precisely than the county does, the county briefs on COVID are ridiculous because they don't give you good comparative numbers. Are I've we going to get a countywide vaccine mandate? He's not going to do that. I don't think he's going to do that. He is, you know, I mean, he is easygoing. New Rochelle has been one of the leaders in covid Infections for the last six to seven months since day one. Easily, where as my back. Yonkers in has been way ahead in new infections. Mount Vernon way ahead in new infections across the county. So maybe, we tell, we, a, no, like this, maybe. we tell people we got to go get a vaccine. Numbers like people go get a
0: vaccine now. Finally, we finally yeah. do it after two years. Vaccine don't year.
1: do it. You have to have shot mobiles go in there. And you just have to do it because mm-hmm. Yonkers, New Rochelle, Mount Vernon, Rye and Rye Brook, also very big on infections, not as much as those other three. But I mean, I used to do a top 10 of the top 10 infecting areas. And I, so I backed off that because, you know, it is very important to people realize that certain spots you are at risk. So you should wear a mask right i wear a mask every place i go some people well you're smart we are still wear. on the air and still reporting because we haven't gotten COVID. and
0: we have people we know in this business old friends of ours too who are not around anymore one of them nationally known who used to be in westchester He was on Long Island when I was in the 80s in Westchester in the 90s when I was at WFAS (laughs) in White Plains. He was at WVIP in Mount Kisco in the 80s. I was at WSBH in Southampton. He was at WGBB in Freeport. I speak of Dick Farrell, whose real name known on the air is Dick Farrell. His air name is real name Farrell Levitt. And he had a national radio program, was doing some work on national radio. T. Vann passed away a few months ago, refused to get the vaccine. Farrell, while he was passing away and knew he had no chance to survive when he was near the end, said, I made a mistake. Go get a vaccine. I made a mistake. Go get a vaccine. Too late.
1: That's that's very sad.
0: Yeah, that's very sad. You don't want to be saying that. No, we're saddened to hear about the passing of Farrell Levitt, Dick Farrell, whose career I tracked very well. He was contemporary of mine since Day one, basically, and he's not with us anymore, unfortunately, as are others in our industry who have been anti- vaccine and are not with us anymore as well. Through this, Not to say can't happen to anyone, but your chances improve if and when you get that vaccine. John Bailey is the publisher and editor of White Plains Citizen Net Reporter, WPCNR.com, host of White Plains Week, and people to be heard all over your cable systems, practically every cable system around Westchester, a highly viewed and watched show, John Bailey. Next year, we have the race for governor and I wonder, with so many Democrats coming out of the woodwork, I wonder why, because the state party chairman, Jay Jacobs, from Nassau County on Long Island, has already endorsed Kathy Hochul, the new governor who's been in office two months after taking over from Andrew Cuomo, who seemingly has some more legal woes. Now looks like the prosecution or potential prosecution of Andrew will go forward in Albany. Through the DA, David Suarez, up that way for allegedly inappropriately touching a woman. We'll see what happens with that and how that all works out in the end. I think a lot more. Yeah, we are waiting. waiting. He wants the records. His legal people want all correspondences from the Albany DA to find out what exactly is in there. And I believe from the state attorney general, Tish James, too, who initiated everything, the snowball that took Andrew Cuomo down. So Kathy Hochul is running for governor, running for election. I hate to say re-election because she was not elected the first time, but to be elected back into office. And Tish James has declared the state AG. Jumani Williams, re-elected public advocate in New York City on election day. He is in the race in the mix as well. We hear Tom Swazi, Nassau County congressman, We'll jump in eventually, we think. Also, maybe Swazi so is
1: the right. most likely, I think.
0: Tom DiNapoli, state controller who never really got. Oh, forget it. Control. A controller. Jump into <clears throat> other names. Suffolk County Executive Steve Ballone now. This week added more than 700 cops because Steve Ballone believes in adding police, not subtracting police. It's just the list grows, 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 and grows. Any reason why the two of us have not thrown our hats into the ring yet? As the the beat goes on, basically, we need Sonny and shared here.
1: <laughs> no, it's really, it isn't funny, because the future of New York State will really depend on who is the next governor. Mm-hmm. And you have to realize, what is you, Oh, we forgot I mean, Bill what Long- yeah. Oh. Yes, well, De Blasio will not win the New York City vote in the prior No, he would never be governor, he would be elected governor either,
0: but you can't tell him that he seemingly is getting his act in order, if you could put
1: it that way, in order to be able to run. Yeah, well, the way I see it, Swazi is your best candidate in the primary. Letitia James, Letitia James, um, I don't know, I don't know what she's done. Yeah, up in, you know, you put polls out there and people
0: respond. And she does not do well against Kathy Hochul, except in the African-American and Black communities. She does yeah. well against Kathy Hochul and Lisa. Well, that's
1: that's she the big not. thing. If, can the Democrats risk running a Black person for governor? Can they risk that? I think they Isn't can. They? I
0: do. I think they can. I think it's Well, that's the big decision anti- they have to Democrat make or the backlash against Democrats as opposed to someone's ethnic background or race right now. I think that's what's going on, that if you tag yourself Democrat... You might be in a hole if you say you're a Republican, regardless of who you are. Well, somebody just might vote for you. So the Republican race for a governor now, we still have the familiar names, Long Island, Suffolk Congressman Lee Zeldin, also former Westchester County Executive Rob Astorino and Andrew Giuliani, who is polling the best from name recognition,
1: according to the latest Siena College. Rudy, they think he's Rudy. That's what well, they, think. they
0: know him because of Rudy, whereas, according to Steve Greenberg, who runs the Siena College Poll, our good friend Steve, who we have on this show here from time to time, we had him on recently in his recent numbers about the Republican race that not many New Yorkers yet know who Lee Zeldinor, or even Rob Astorino, who they are, even though Rob ran for governor in 2014 and was the opponent to Andrew Cuomo at that time, yet
1: well, Practically well,
0: everybody knows Andrew Giuliani because of his father Rudy Giuliani. And Steve said that yeah. if that race, if the vote were held this year instead of next year, he thinks just because of name recognition, Andrew Giuliani would win. He does not think that name recognition would be much of a problem for Zeldin and Astorino one year from now because well, Andrew Giuliani, Andrew like
1: Giuliani, if he got the Republican nomination for governor. I think he would be the easiest to defeat. He also might say, you know what? I pass. I really
0: want to run for mayor of New York City next time, which is what a lot of people think that he's setting himself up to run for mayor next time around. He's gotten some good TV gigs. I've seen being Andrew Giuliani and running got to be on the. Well, How does he go on TV? Have you interviewed him? I have, have not interviewed substance? him. I've seen him interviewed on Fox. I've seen him be a guest panelist on the Gutfeld show on Fox also, too. And this is happening right. right after so he announced his candidacy. So, what's you know, he is, because he's Andrew, I don't see Lee Zeldin or Rob Astorino getting to do this, but because he is the son of Rudy Giuliani, that door on Fox opened right to him. And there he was days later being interviewed mm-hmm. about his candidacy and weeks later being on the Gutfeld, the Greg Gutfeld show, 11 o'clock at night and being one of Gutfeld's guest panelists that night. Well. too. So that name recognition helps. There is no
1: doubt about that. Well, yeah, it's like, who was that teacher who um um a teach out. That's right. Well, University. that was a good example of the media falling in love with somebody and giving her much more credence than she ever had. A North Carolina native taught at my alma mater,
0: Fordham University. We could say the teachers, Zephyr Teach Out, was teaching out and did put a bit of a scare into Andy Cuomo. And that's why he shored up his left flank so much ever since Teach Out put that scare into him. Back in 2014, I did get to talk to her probably a handful of times during that campaign when I was hosting mornings at WVOX in was Rochelle at that time. And she had a pretty interesting platform, obviously. What she did worked from the standpoint of forcing Andrew Cuomo to move further and farther left. And by the time Andy Cuomo left office, you probably from a policy standpoint did not recognize him in many ways. But the effect of a Zephyr teach out teaching out and her left wing policies across New York state, getting them out there. I think the effect of that we are seeing today. Andrea, what's her name? The state senator, Biaggi. Alexandra Biaggi, She may run for governor. We've heard that, too. Alexandra Biaggi, Bronx, and a little piece of Westchester she has. Also, Yonkers Mayor Mike Spano. Might throw his hat into the Democratic oh, Party. Mike, Mike Spano
1: has a better shot. Without a doubt.
0: With because Swazi, he, he, he will take a, a lot Spano. of
1: Westchester. He'll take and a lot of, of Westchester. get
0: Republican votes, too, being a one-time Republican. Here's the question that we throw into the pot, into the mix. Will County Executive George Latimer...
1: Run for governor? Yeah, I think he will. You think he will? Yeah. What kind of a chance do you think he's? He's a very soft. He's just a soft-edged. What Marshall McLuhan would describe as a cool personality, a cool image, which calms people, and he says all the right things, and he's very empathetic, and he can point to. Lots of legislation and lots of pro moves, and uh, this might register. Although, can he be tough? He will be destroyed on this immigration issue. Is he not yeah. far left enough? Well, he's not far left. No, he's no, he's right down the middle, and that's really what you need. A as bit a left of center, I describe yeah.
0: it as. Yeah which we'll find out, I guess, since he's reelected now and he has that room to run for governor if he wants to. Other key races around the area. Ed Day reelected to another term as Rockland County Executive. Also in Putnam County, race for a sheriff here. More anti-Democratic backlash. The incumbent Robert Langley, a Democrat defeated by Republican challenger Kevin McConville. Yonkers City Council expected to roll to Easy victory also there, too. The Democrat in that race in Yonkers, Lakeisha Collins-Bellamy over the Republican, Ron Matten, and also, too, up in Peekskill in the race for mayor to succeed the outgoing, stepping-down Andre Rainey in Peekskill. Well, declaring victory there, Vivian McKenzie. Vivian McKenzie becomes the first female African-American first female black mayor of the city of Peekskill. So that's a pretty good recap of what went on, the major races around Westchester and the Hudson Valley, Long Island, and around the tri-state area in New Jersey and Connecticut as well. John Bailey, we thank you for joining us here on on The Beat in Westchester. Always a pleasure to join you on White Plains Week when I get the opportunity to do that, John, also the host of... John's a busy guy also again. hosting people to be heard on your cable systems all around Westchester, emanating from the White Plains cable system base. And then it gets sent out to all the commercial cable networks from there. John, who are some of the upcoming
1: guests you might have on the show? Without without permission, I might. Without permission? Well, yeah, that's right. Nobody, no nobody. They should in, contact right? me.
0: Uh huh. You know, Johnson say you're in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. That's it. No, but I have I that reputation. Really nice. Right. I have that reputation too. Apparently, uh, I kind of heard this back then. And Fred Dicker was hosting the show up in Albany. Former New York Post columnist when I was at Vox in New Rochelle. Randy Credico was running for governor too. You might remember that the comedian Randy Credico. Apparently, he was on with. Dicker up in Albany. And mm-hmm. he told Fred Dicker that, you know, I get a call from this guy Marino down at VOX all the time. He calls me, doesn't even give me a chance to talk. And he says, you're on 720 tomorrow morning. He hangs up the phone. So <laughs> and I kind of have the reputation of doing that. I give you a call. I say, you're on. There you go. I hang up. And well, you can always call me and say you're not going to be on.
1: But yes
0: you know it's the media well, and people want their the, exposures so we know that really that's really low class doing power. that
1: to somebody we know
0: we know people want to be on that right john
1: yeah
0: people want to be heard that's why you have that show particularly
1: politicians
0: and the politicians
1: right. that don't return your calls are afraid of you
0: they're afraid and they generally don't get elected as it turns out right or
1: they keep getting elected perpetually unopposed right
0: the unopposed, right. or those who in their own minds yes. feel like they have right.
1: no shot. Oh, I I you. You always have a shot. So Thursday fight night. to the end. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Thursday night, I interview uh, Mike uh, Bowers, who runs a book vapor shop in White Plains. And we talk all about the status of uh, marijuana. That's at mm-hmm. eight o'clock on People to Pure.
0: By the way, okay. the White
1: Plains City Council results. Yes, has we we have Richard Payne, new newly elected, and Justin Brash and John Martin incumbents reelected. Uh, the the fourth man running for was um, Alan Grafton Graffman, and he did not win, but he did get uh, fifteen hundred votes. Whereas we Mr. had four Payne people guns. running for three spots in white. this yes, Right. Yes. Exactly and also the county board.
0: How about that? The other race.
1: The county board, 12, 12 Democratic seats already determined. And at last look, they were, there was three in dispute, you know, very close and one Republican won. So mm-hmm. presently, if the, if the Republicans, maintain their momentum they might pick up three seats but i don't i doubt that's going to happen because when you're behind it's hard to pull ahead hard to
0: find votes when you're behind yeah. right
1: yes that's
0: why they, i think th- Phil Murphy that's why the Martin voters eliminated
1: the 10-day bill.
0: Yeah. I, and I think that's right. I think you should. Oh, I, w- I would not like that wake up voting. election morning and you're not registered.
1: And you say, hey, I'm no, not I registered. Can I what register? that guy what a, I a crazy to thing. Talk elected. about stuffing the ballot box. That's something the Republicans would would do. Yeah. I think,
0: you know, we have a right to vote and it doesn't matter if it's 8.59 p.m. on election night if I'm not registered and I've never voted and I decide now I'm going to vote. You better register me up and make sure I get my vote in. That's what America is. I once now. participated.
1: In I once participated in an election fraud in college. You did. Yes, there was a did takeover. Do we not hear any more about
0: that right here? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. It no, it was a, was a college ago. Republican club. Okay. And the fraternity brother recruited five guys or so to overwhelm the vote so he would get elected. And it left a bad taste in my mouth that I would let. You stuffed the ballot box, right? That's right. That's what uh-huh. that 10-day rule would have done. You could stuff uh-huh. it at the end. Okay, true confessions here on Westchester. Just go right down the Merinig Avenue to every bar at about 8.30 and hug, bring the on over And oh, yeah, who do you want me to vote for? <laughs> I'm <laughs> not going to ask what school that was at, okay, to protect Ohio Wesleyan. School. Okay. Ohio Wesleyan. Yes. Very well-known school. Yes, it was once known as the Harvard of the Middle West. Do they teach probably still the ballot box there at Ohio Wesleyan? Did they? Back well, this was day? this was a campus club. Okay, right. right. It was right. a campus club. But then that what that's sort of like the uh, city committees all across every county. That hey, no different
0: things we've heard about through the years, right? So yeah.
1: Yeah. it all starts. Your it all starts at home. All right. politics is local, right? Exactly. I've always regretted Bailey. doing that. Mm. John
0: Bailey, thank you for joining us. We'll talk again soon and hope to be able to join you on your show in White Plains again soon. Too. Until that time. Mm. Until that time. Until next right. time, John Bailey here on Westchester Talk Radio on The Beat in Westchester. I'm John Marino and we are produced by Shark Creative, made possible by... Robeson Oil, the house that service built by Lipolis Electric. Don't be left in the dark. Get Lipolis by Hightower Westchester. Managing Your Wealth Through a Fiduciary Standard by White Plains Hospital by Michael Labriola Landscape Design and Construction of Armonk and by Tompkins Mayor's Bank. Catch all of our Westchester, Rockland, Putnam, Dutchess, Orange, and Fairfield County talk radio programming on Our YouTube channel, Shark Creative YouTube, and we have an app now, too. Yes, we do. Take it with you anywhere and everywhere you go. Go download it right now if you have not. It is called Westchester Talk. You're listening to Westchester Talk Radio. Powered by Shark Media, a division
1: of Shark Creative.
0: And made possible by Entergy, Indian Point Energy Center. Visit
1: vinyl.com.